Hello, hello, Mediaverse members, and welcome to Mediaverse Unwrapped, where we bring our non-toxic Facebook community of Marvel fans to life. I'm your host, Max Taff, and I'm joined by my co-host, the meme queen, Mrs. Megan Spangler. This week, we discuss the trailers for Secret Invasion and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the firing of Ike Perlmutter, and so much more. Let's dive in. Let's do it. We've got lots of trailers this week. It's been really exciting. It's been a really exciting time to be a Marvel fan, so I've been living for it. It's uh, been a big week for the Marvel fandom, which is so nice after the last like two dark weeks. Yeah, it's definitely a nice time to be having discussions about a lot of different various topics happening right now. So let's dive into our first trailer that we're going to be dissecting and discussing, Secret Invasion. Megan, why don't you kick us off? So Secret Invasion, it's we're it dropped uh, Sunday, I think, and we've all been just sitting on the edge of our seats waiting because it it's just such a huge story. So I'll read the official synopsis. It starts with, in Marvel Studios' new series, Secret Invasion, set in present-day MCU, Nick Fury learned of a clandestine invasion of Earth by a faction of shape-shifting scrolls. Fury joins his allies, including Everett Ross, Maria Hill, and the scroll Talos, who has made a life for himself on Earth. Together, they race against time to thwart the imminent scroll invasion and save humanity. Ooh. Powerful. Very powerful. I know I've been seeing online a lot that a lot of Marvel fans are especially excited for this particular project. I've heard a lot of people describe it as a return to form for Marvel. Very exciting stuff. Um, just, I, I love the whole concept. I love how it's a, kind of a break from kind of the more fantastical, magical, or like um, mystical elements that we've been seeing in the MCU recently. Uh, it's, it's a nice grounded spy thriller kind of espionage sort of bodgepodge of things that they're throwing together here. And may I say, I'm very excited to see more of Maria Hill. I always enjoy Colby Spaders yes. in the role. I think Maria Hill is so underutilized. and I'm so ready mm-hmm. for more of her. What did you think? She is so underrated and which is so sad because she's such a freaking good character. She's a good actress. She's good at everything. But it's like the whole... When I saw it, I when I saw the trailer, I got serious Winter Soldier vibes, which just makes me so happy because it's like, maybe it's just me, but like, finally, I get some content that's not about the multiverse or about the quantum realm. I'm just, it's good. It's it's good. I need it now. I'm just, I'm so excited. And yeah, it's, it's interesting that you said that because, like, you know, like I said, you know, people seem to really be um, gravitating towards this project and saying, you know, I mean, Winter Soldier is obviously one of the most popular movies in the MCU, um, regarded as one of the best that's in the franchise. And yeah, definitely taking a cue from that and matching the tone and matching kind of a more grounded aspect of things really is just, I think it's really interesting. And it's a nice palate cleanser given everything that we've been hammered with lately with, you know, it's either been gods in space or it's been magic or it's been quantum realm stuff like very fantastical like way out there this is going to be more more realistic i'd say so i think a lot of people are really connecting with that yeah like you said it was very more grounded which i think is so needed because mostly of the comments what i've seen from you know in our group you know media verse comics unwrapped and outside the group are people saying yes finally this is what the mcu needed this is what I'm most excited for. 
which was so nice after like so many mean comments. I'm just so happy about the whole thing. I know, I know it's true. You know, I haven't noticed as many nasty uh, trolls <laughs> commenting on this particular project as I usually do with others. So th- that's kind of nice. I guess I think this is going to be a big one for Marvel. It's going to be a big hit. I'm excited to have Disney Plus. Um, I'm ready for a show. It's been so many movies lately, and, and I've gotten so used to the shows with the past year uh, that I'm ready for like a nice weekly drama, a little weekly yes. Marvel in my week just to kind of get me through my day. Oh my gosh, something to look forward <laughs> uh, something to. Something to look forward to. Yes, exactly. Ah, we always said the same thing. That's amazing. Yes. We always do that. That's so funny. I know. I love it. But it's, oh my God, I'm so excited. It, it, ju- it looks so good. Nick, finally, Nick Fury is the lead. He's not like just a side character. He deserves this. Oh, yeah, he does. Samuel Jackson is phenomenal, as we all know. And I'm so ready to see more of Nick Fury. I'm interested to see, as we touched on last week, uh, his wife, Priscilla, being introduced, a little more backstory being Mm -hmm. introduced. I'm ready for some answers, finally. We've been getting hints from as far back as Far From Home, the Spider-Man movie. And we are just so ready for some things to be addressed here. I I really need some answers. I need to know why Nick Fury is in space. I need to know what he was doing. I need to know why he's coming back. I need to know where Monica Rambeau is because we know she's probably going to show up given how WandaVision ended with that um, mid-credit scene. So I'm I'm just really ready for all this. I'm very excited. Yeah. I just, I want to, what I want to see is a Scroll Fury fight the regular Fury. I want to see that. Mm, like a double like oh yes that sounds good yeah i want to see them both fight each other that like i think that would just put the cherry on top for me i, I think that'd be amazing oh yeah absolutely i mean we know that the scrolls have been interacting with earth at least since the 90s um mm-hmm. i know in the trailer they showed a bunch of different sequences like there was this one where there was a room filled with they look like bodies, I guess. You couldn't tell if they were scroller human, but they were all laid out on gurneys in this room with like this kind of like coma-inducing machine over them. So like that brings to mind, like, or it makes me ask the question, you know, are those humans that have been taken over by scrolls? Are they scrolls Ooh. that have been captured by humans? What is going on? And honestly, the biggest question, the thing I'm most excited to see is who has been a scroll this entire time and we didn't know. That is what I'm ready for. I know it's going to be some someone crazy that you're like, no, they didn't do that. Like, I know it's going to be one of those that are, I, I just, oh, I want it to be a few people because in the comics, it was everyone. Like, I think the president was one, the, all the politicians, the celebrities, they were all one. That's, that's what I want. What if we get some like real life celebrities in there too like how meg the stallion played herself in she hulk that would be really cool to see like mariah carey show up there and she's a scroll (laughs) (sighs) we all know mariah's a scroll so just confirmation for us that'd be nice absolutely i I think that's a really great thought train that you're on though i imagine i bet you're gonna see some like celebrities and people of of notoriety in the mcu definitely coming out as scrolls I, I'm interested to see what heroes we get to see. I mean, I know in the comics there were a bunch of heroes that ended up being um, yeah. swapped out for scrolls. And like, I'm really interested yeah. to see if they decide to do that here as well. What if they're like, oh, actually Iron Man was a scroll this whole time? Oh, uh, that would just <laughs> mm, that would just probably break all our minds, to be honest with you. That would kill us. I think yeah. that would really kill us. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be okay. 
Yeah, we would definitely not be okay, and not in the good way that we usually are not okay. <laughs> That's exactly. Uh, so we asked our members, did the Secret Invasion trailer make you excited to see the series? 89% said yes, 11% said no. Wow. Had, uh, yeah, I was like, no? What? No. Come on now. But I have some of the comments explaining. Ooh, yes, go in. So from Gabe C, he's a good member. He says, mm. if the show has the same tone as this trailer, I think we're all in for something special. Mm, 100%. Nice, Gabe. I agree, 100%. We have Marshall L. Yes, looks good, but the original comic series is so much bigger and uses most of the big heroes and teams, so slightly disappointed that we're getting a smaller version of the original deserve to be a bigger shot. Yeah. Yeah. I can see what they're saying. I can too, because I read the comics. And it's, they they are larger than life. Like, you have every single, like, like you have young Avengers fighting in New York. You have all the West Coast Avengers, Avengers all fighting on another island, fighting them, like, meeting their scroll selves, trying to figure out who's who, like, it is a huge thing. So, so yeah, I, I get it because they haven't introduced a lot of the characters that are supposed to, that were in the comics that should be there. Like Sue Storm, she was one. We haven't got her. So I can see mm -hmm. what they're saying. I can also see that it should have been like held off until we got more, but I'm still excited. Yeah, I think... I think this kind of just boils down to like the typical issue with Marvel that seems to come up when trying to make these big, like larger than life crossover events is just the rights. I mean, I think that this was set into motion, you know, before the Fox purchase by Disney. So they didn't have the rights to, you mm -hmm. know, Fantastic Four, X-Men. And I think that there's a lot of characters that are going to be missing that were in the original comic run. Um, but I also think at the same time, there's a lot of characters that the MCU has, you know, introduced that weren't as part of this originally. So I think we'll get a nice contrast and we'll get some new faces being introduced to the situation maybe. Um, so let's see what happens. I mean, I'm really excited to see, I think this will be a big series in the fact that it's going to be kind of taking the place of like a typical Avengers movie that we would be getting right around now, like yeah. comparing it to the Infinity Saga. So this might be where we might get a lot of familiar faces coming back that we haven't seen teased yet. They're being kept under wraps, but I think we will see like quite a few cameos. I mean, if they're doing a faithful adaptation from the source material, there were so many different heroes, like Megan said, across so many different teams um, that were introduced and involved in the situation in the comics that I think they're going to have to bring in other people. They're going to have to bring in, you know, unique characters that maybe wouldn't be a part of the show, like for cameos. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like a bunch of different people that have, you know, have been introduced in the past that are now coming out to be scrolls or going to get involved in the fighting and, and whatnot. So let's see. I also think like, you know, I don't think the show is the end all of the scrolls. I think it could be getting the scroll story mm -hmm. started. So, yeah. and you, you know, you just got to wait and see. We have one more comment from Joseph mm. F. He said, I've heard some people's thoughts 
on it being underwhelming. But if you know the story, then it's a mystery on who is the scrolls. So I'm glad they're keeping that a secret. Yeah. I'm really happy about that. Very good point. Very yeah. good point. So I think that like the whole thing with the scrolls is that they seem to be a very I don't want to say that they personally are deceptive, but their whole vibe is deceptive when you think about the fact that they're shapeshifters. I mean, their their whole thing is to transform into someone else and pretend to be them. So it's like their whole culture is about being deceptive and, and shape-shifting into others and, and taking on those personas. So yeah, I mean, he's absolutely right. There's a lot of mystery surrounding the Salt Scrolls, and I'm really interested to see how they've evolved from the time that we left them in Captain Marvel to now. I do think they should have kept the trailer a secret. Like, they should have just dropped the show and moved on. <laughs> that would have been so good. <laughs> you think so? Yes, like, secret invasion. What better way to secretly invade Disney Plus than just drop it and leave? Can you imagine? That would be nuts. They, it would oh be... Because you saw the reaction when they dropped Empower on International Women's Day, and everyone's mm. like, oh my god, we didn't even know it's coming. I think it'd be wild. I, I've thought about this before. It's funny that you bring it up. I've thought about, you know, Marvel just coming out with something and not promoting it at all, making it this yeah. huge mystery project. And I feel like the buzz and like the, the the fan reaction to wanting to know what the hell is going on would be just so much that it would take place of any advertising they could have possibly done. Like they could just introduce like a couple weird posters and maybe like a little snippet of something that doesn't really tell you anything and then just yeah. drop it and see what happens. And that'd be insane. Oh, I would love it. I I love when companies do that. I would just I would be so happy. I, I love surprises. I'm one of those people. Like it's just it would just bring me so much joy. <gasps> me too. Oh my god. You too. I didn't know that. Yes. Oh my god, you know, it's so funny. Everybody hates surprises. And I'm like, as long as it's a good surprise, like, I love a good surprise. I, I love, love a good surprise. good surprise. Oh my god. Like you life's too short to hate being surprised be all about the surprises like it's fun i totally agree yeah look at it but yeah i mean i'm I'm really excited for this show i think it's gonna be a banger for marvel i think that it's it's leading up to greatness here and they're starting but i will say they're starting off slow they're not really giving us much in the trailer if you you know when you watch it you you kind of get the gist of what it's going to be about but they don't really tell you anything else so I think that there's going to be tons of surprises in this. Yeah, especially since this is the second trailer. And they in this trailer, they used footage from the first trailer. They mm-hmm. really didn't give us too much new footage either. So I think, I think they're hiding quite a few cameos. And I think one of them is Quake from Agents of <gasps> S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yes. <laughs> I would love to see Quake. I would love to see Chloe Bennett come back as Quake. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of fans are calling for it. She was so beloved in that role. Um, people are One of the reasons why people are so upset that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is kind of in the canon limbo right now is because of Quake and how they want her to be incorporated. And I know she was kind of a, a pretty decent player in the comic book run. So I think a lot of people are expecting her to show up for sure. And given yeah. how Chloe Bennett has recently been like kind of teasing and like saying a few like things that might lead to believe she's been in talks <laughs> with Marvel. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. Oh, I think she's going to show up. I, I don't think there's any way she doesn't because this would be the perfect time. There, There's no better. This would be genius on them to, that would make agents of shield completely Canon. Then the possibilities are really endless. Yeah. I mean, were you an agents of shield fan, Megan? I don't think I've ever talked about it with you. I was okay. I feel like I wasn't too into the Marvel fandom to really appreciate it, so I'm really going to have to rewatch it. 
I think I watched mm-hmm. it. And I was like, I might as well. It's connected. And then after I was like, no, it's not. So <laughs> <laughs> that was annoying. <laughs> but I like, it was one of those shows you just kind of like look at your phone while it's on in the background. Mm. Unless you're like truly interested. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of have to agree with you. I remember when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. came out, I was very excited because I had just started getting into Marvel and stuff, and I had just started really enjoying the MCU. And when I heard it was going to be taking place like in the MCU, because initially that was what it was for, I was like, oh man, this is so cool. Like, I, I just, for some reason, that whole interconnectivity has always just really clicked well with me, mm-hmm. and I've always just been so drawn to it. It's one of the reasons why I love the MCU, and I've mentioned that before. Um, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has always had a special place in my heart. It kind of spanned, like, a big period of my life. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm really stoked for it. Like, if, if they find a way to bring Chloe Bennett back as quick, I would kill. I would just, it would be so insane. I think it would be definitely kind of like a situation with um, Daredevil coming back in Spider-Man Far From Home. 100%. When, like, audiences around the country were, like, going nuts for Charlie Cox scene. Again, I think that'll be the same. I think people around their living room will be like, oh my God, like just dying and the internet will explode, obviously. Yeah. I think my issue was I watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after I watched the the Disney, no, the Netflix shows like Jessica Jones and mm-hmm. Daredevil. And I watched and I was like, this is nothing compared to them. So, it, yeah. that, so you can't really go from one to the other and expecting the same thing. It's very true. I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has always been kind of its own vibe, um, you know, and I, I, I followed it along. There was there were some seasons that were weaker than others, but all, always the heart of the story was there. The acting was there. Everything was there. Um, and I just, I, I really would like to see, you know, at least even if it's, you know, we do have the multiverse in play. And even though, you know, Megan was like, I want something about the multiverse for this project. You know, if Quake comes back, I mean, what if she's like a variant of, daisy johnson from i'm gonna be pissed you know from our earth or (laughs) somewhere (laughs) i'm so done with variants for right now like and i think it's just because every time you talk about like fan casting or bringing a who could show up in this show or movie the like number one thing you always see now is they could come as a variant this person could be there as a variant iron man could be a variant and it's like Ah, I just, I feel like it's just an easy way to fix a plot hole. So. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that's just because I'm just kind of, like, seen it too much lately. I think if I get some non-multiverse stuff under my belt, I think I'll be okay. But it's just Mm -hmm. lately, that's all I see. I just want, like, a straight-through story. That's it. No, they could come back. They might not be dead. It's like, come, and I think Quantum Mania really messed me up there too because, like, you know, Kang is a variant. He's the variant of variants, mm. and then no one died in that movie, and it's just, ah. it was just, it was just, yeah. I know. I, I think I think Megan's in the mood for like a little palate cleanser that kind of just yes. <laughs> gets the taste off of variants <laughs> at first, and then you can kind of revisit that later on. <laughs> I think that's it. I just need a palate cleanser. Definitely. I mean, I, I think that, you know, I, you're right, though. I feel like after Quantumania, having another project so heavily, res, you know, 
so heavily influenced by the multiverse and variants would be a mistake um, so soon. So yeah, you're right. I, I I am kind of hoping that they that even if she is a variant, they don't like talk only about like oh my god she's a, you know I hope they don't address it. I hope that it's just kind of like a Charlie Cox situation where yes. you don't know what's up with her character. We're just happy she's back. You know. Yes, exactly that. And I think like this year is going to be a good one because we have this, we have Guardians of the Galaxy, we have the Marvels, all things that mm-hmm. better not have to do with the multiverse. That's all I'm saying. It's true. It's true. I mean, Guardians, to be fair, Guardians will have Gamora, who's from a different timeline. Does that necessarily mean a different universe? I mean, I don't know. Whatever you want to consider it. She's grandfathered in. She's fine. That's true. That's true. She is grandfathered in. (laughs) Let's move on to our next trailer that dropped this week. Super exciting stuff. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Sony's next animated Spider-Man film, next Spider-Man project in general, and I'm not okay. I'm so ready for it. It looks incredible. What do you I think? know. I think it looks better than the first one. Like, I, I think it's really? going to be better. Yes. I, and the first one, that's my favorite Spider-Man movie of all time. That It's an incredible movie. Wow. Yeah. So this one just, if I'm getting this excited just by the trailers... It's going to be good. The graphics look amazing. The mm-hmm. story already looks amazing. I don't know what's going on. The characters look amazing. Everything looks amazing. I'm just I'm just so happy for it. And I know there's a lot of people who said, don't make it a romance. Don't make Miles and Gwen have a thing. But that's the comics, though. I would like, love that. Are you kidding? They're so cute. Like, just let them. Come on. Don't don't complain about everything. Just be happy. Like, they're cute. I like it. Like, I would be so happy with a romance between Miles and Gwen because let's be honest, like, I feel like one thing the MCU is lacking at this point is we don't have any any romantic couples that are both superheroes. Like, Gwen is Spider-Gwen. She's a superhero. Miles is Spider-Man. Like, I think that, you know, I mean, obviously we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, but, like, really, like, as we discussed Mm. in the previous episode, the chemistry sometimes is just not always there with them. So They had nothing... They had nothing to do with each other in Quantumania. I forgot they were a couple until the very end. I was like, they're kind of hugging kind of close. Oh, they're supposed to be together. I just, <laughs> oops. <laughs> so, oh, they're married? No, I'm just, I don't think they're married. I think they're just together. No. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, they, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That, I do agree with you. When you said that, it kind of like opened my eyes to like, damn, she's right. Like, yeah. <laughs> they kind of didn't have it going on in this film. That's what my husband said too. He was like, "Well, I didn't notice it until you said it," and I was like, "Well, <laughs> maybe you should listen to me more." <laughs> You're the expert in the house, so you should. That's what I'm saying. Like, just, just, just shut up and listen. I don't mean that in well, a rude way. Thing... <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, one thing I'm going to say is that coming from you, I know how big of a Spider-Man fan you are, saying that that is your favorite Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. of all time. And I will I will say to you, like, it's up there for me, too. It is, like, really, like, when you, I mean, I didn't keep them in order of, like, all films because I thought, you know, this is animated. The others are live action. But you know what? It is kind of one of the best ones that's come out in a really long time. It is. And I went into the movie just expecting it to be a kid's movie because I'm not a big animation person. Mm-hmm. I I haven't been one since I was a young child. And mm-hmm. see, when I went to go see it, 
I was like, all right, this is okay. And then they started playing Biggie Smalls on the soundtrack. And I was like, okay, yes. we're here. This is what's happening. And I'm about to have my pants blown off with excitement. And it was incredible. I just watched it the other day. It's so good. I slept on this movie at first when it came out, the original um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, I slept on it at first. I didn't watch it until like way after when it came out on Netflix. And when I saw it, though, I was just like so blown away by how good it was and how good I found it because you know I, I tend to like animation a bit more than Megan but I'm still not like the hugest animation person um and th that movie just blew me away I love the fact that it was a different Spider-Man story aside from Peter Parker because I feel like they've already done Peter Parker's story three different times um yeah they didn't want to have to run through like a whole you know DC situation where they've rebooted Batman like 20 different times and yes. Superman like 30 different times so I thought it was a smart move, especially, you know, it's an interesting story. He's got a different background, a different story that where he gets his powers, just a lot of different things. And I, I, I loved it from the beginning. I love the soundtrack. Like you said, the music was incredible. I remember yeah. jumping out to those like songs in the gym, like and stuff yeah. like they, they were just so good. I really yeah. love the soundtrack. Very good. It was choices. the whole movie was a vibe. Like, honestly, you went there, you, you start the movie and, and you end it in a whole different mood. I, my best friend had to like make me go and he was like come on it's spider-man we have to go he's our favorite shout out to Dwight Aww. I love you but uh so we went and I was like oh my god I can't believe it. that was just it just it like put me in a good mood for a week because you know they did three different spider-men I love them all but you know mm -hmm. it does get a little repetitive that's why I think I like Tom Holland so much because his mm -hmm. didn't show Uncle Ben dying didn't show the usual origin it just started and then continued but then you have miles morales who's different and it's just mm -hmm. yes just a whole different world of spider-man and then you have the variants of spider-man which i just said i don't like but this one looks <laughs> really good Ugh. you have like spider everything spider 290 I have a question. Is it 2099 or is it 2099? You know, I don't think you can go wrong either way. I was saying 2099 and I like it better. I was so, saying you know I was saying 2099. I've never heard anyone say it out loud. I've only yeah. read it. So we're going to say 2099. Please let us know if we're wrong. But it's just like all these characters you didn't know. And it was just so respectfully done because he is half black, mm -hmm. half Puerto Rican. And it's just like the representation mm -hmm. itself. It's incredible. Just amazing. I love that. I thought it was so interesting. Like, cause you get this whole different cultural aspect to him and like how his culture influences like certain parts of his upbringing and like his decisions and, and just like the way he's being raised by his parents. And the fact that he has parents to difference from Peter Parker already, because <laughs> we know Peter doesn't have parents raised yeah. by his aunt and uncle and then his aunt. So it's really cool. I love the differences. I like that freshness of the story. And it was, it was funny, it was quirky, but it wasn't overly done. Like, it's, mm -hmm. it was just like little things. Like, his dad's like, bye, Miles, love you. And he's like, bye. And then he says over the intercom, bye, Miles, love you. And I was like, that's what my parents would oh my do. God. That's what I would do. 
it was just it just hit home in so many ways oh my god cringe fest 2023 <laughs> i would have crawled into my backpack and just like rolled away like i if my parents had done that i would have like died oh i would have been so mortified can oh you imagine god. you said you would be okay with that I, or your parents would have i would have like collapsed no my parents if my parents would have done it i would have not talked to them for a week but now that i am a parent <laughs> I get it. I would do it all the time. I don't care. <laughs> it's oh just so God. funny. <laughs> no, even oh, thinking but, about it, it makes my skin crawl. Oh. Uh, but if I was in high school, like I'd move out. I don't care. Like <laughs> I'd run away from home. <laughs> yeah. This is the end. Sorry, guys. We had a good run. <laughs> totally oh my god that was i remember i saw that recently and i was like oh my god i would not have done well with that miles no. trooper i really give it to him but i guess like the yeah. craziest thing from that was the mention of dr strange and that little oh, nerd yes. mm -hmm. what, what does that mean they name dropped right? him. a sony movie did they can't i don't yes. i didn't think they could i'm so confused yes. Oh my God, Doctor Strange and that nerd from Earth 199999. Oh my God, <laughs> that right there set the internet on fire, by the I way. Know. And I know. It set me on fire because I was like, wait, did they say Doctor Strange? Because yeah. I mean, we all know, like when you think about how Sony and Marvel have operated in the past, that any kind of mention of each other's properties needs to be like, you need to have permission to do that. And so for Marvel to give them the permission, Ooh, it's I'm eating these crumbs up, guys. I'm eating these crumbs up. I, I'm so excited because if, if this hints at Sony Marvel like real collaboration, like, oh my god, this could be so big. Like nobody understands, especially if they're gonna intertwine this like already existing like Spider-Verse story into like the MCU's multiverse story and make them like copacetic. Oh my god, like I'm I'm drooling, I'm foaming at the mouth. <laughs> There's something going just, on that I can't. And it it was weird that they didn't show it in the regular trailer. It was in the international trailer, so that was kind of really? weird to me. Yeah, it wasn't in the wasn't in the regular one, so that was kind of weird to me. I didn't notice that. Yeah, and it's like, what is happening behind the scenes? We don't know. And also, why does Spider Man twenty ninety nine think that Tom Holland's a little nerd? Like, what does he yeah. have against him? Mm. That was so wild. I was like, that was so. Know. That was so unnecessary. <laughs> he, he's a hater for sure. I mean, he's going to be the villain, so he's got to be the hater of the, of the story. But definitely extra hate on Tom Holland. So what's up with that? I don't know. Yeah, it was just so, it was so rude. Like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, bringing that up, like, I know there's been a lot of rumors online. Obviously, obviously nothing is confirmed, but mm -hmm. there's been a lot of rumors that there's going to be some, number one, some live action sequences in, in across the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? I don't know. What I'm picturing is that we're going to see them maybe going through the multiverse and all of a sudden they're like, kind of like Doctor Strange and America Chavez in Multiverse of Madness. They're going to be popping through like a live action. They're going to be like, what's up? Why do I look like a, what's going on? Like, you know, I'm not a cartoon anymore. Yeah. Um, I could see that. Um, but also in the international trailer, we see them introduce it with Toby, Andrew, and Tom Holland's spider-man introducing like the whole spider-man theme mm, that was weird and they weren't animated they were live mm -hmm. action so what is going on why are you linking them together you've never done it before 
why is this movie's gonna just just ruin me oh my gosh it's gonna be so good we're not okay we are not okay i'm not okay yes <laughs> i'm so excited you gotta think like the last time we got spider-man content america's mm-hmm. sweetheart tom holland was a wreck in that movie at the end of it his his suit yeah. looked dope though but oh yeah you know he lost everyone and we've all just been kind of like our hearts have just been breaking a little more and more as time's gone on and now we get this and it's like oh, if, if i needed a palate cleanser this is a freaking palate cleanser oh yeah oh 100 percent. i mean last time we saw tom holland he was depressed in some little like terrible apartment working that spandex working that sewing machine but not much else no one remembered him so i felt really bad you know you kind of have to think like all this time spider-man's been out there just like no friends or family by himself and i feel so bad because tom holland is so wholesome in that role that his version of peter parker i think is my favorite personally um and he just he's so wholesome so sweet so like innocent and to see him put through that really sucks i hope that this movie will give us like a little peek into how he's doing maybe this is how he gets kind of incorporated in live action we're gonna see miles morales like pop in to that universe and and maybe that we'll get to finally meet the live action miles morales and we'll get to see who who they choose to play that that would be really oh i didn't think about that huh what if they go to a live action universe yeah i'm having a brain blast right now they go to a live action universe, and if you enter the universe, you're live action. So they would have to have a live action Miles. That would be insane. Because those Spider Man, they're not going to just be in an animated universe. Oh my god, I'm not going to be able to sleep. It's true. It's true. Yeah, I know. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome for that. <laughs> Thank you. This is you just took my whole weekend from me. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's gonna be doing a deep dive on this, guys. So for for Megan. So if you don't hear from me, just mind your business and keep walking. It's just it's this I'm so excited and I, I, I can't wait. I think that I think Sony has it really dedicated themselves to playing ball. They know it's what works for them, they know it's what's most lucrative. I mean, God, Spider-Man No Way Home was like such a high grossing film for them and correct me if i'm wrong wasn't it one of the highest grossing films of all time that made over a billion dollars um mm-hmm. so i think that sony has learned that the collaboration between marvel and and sony needs to continue because it's just it's what's most lucrative and really it doesn't make sense for it not to be as long as both studios are making money they're both bringing enjoyment to fans they're both promoting their brands um i think that it's it's a win-win for both i mean i, I just wish they would really like commit and you know amy pascal's comments after no way home came out um that were then retracted but i think that they're, they were true i will wholeheartedly believe it i think they're number one they're working on a new spider-man trilogy live action i think tom holland's going to be starring i think that the continued partnership for them both is going to continue on because it just makes sense and I, i'm so excited for it i think it's just it's time and it's it's needed Bring Spider-Man home, please. <laughs> I have such beef with Sony because they're dry. They're they're bleeding Spider-Man's characters and his villains dry, like Venom, mm-hmm. Craven, all those. Like, stop, just just stop, leave them alone. Because if you mess this movie up, do you know how long it's going to be until we get another one that's done the right way? 
You already made Craven into a vegetarian animal lover, and his name is Craven the Hunter. I'm, I just don't understand it. I really don't. But I get. I have so many questions. I do too, and I'm still gonna watch it. Maybe I don't know. I haven't seen Morbius yet, but you haven't seen Morbius yet. No. No, and it's not like out of spite or anything. It's more like I don't have the time in the week to like sit and watch a movie. So, like, I might have time on the weekend to watch maybe one movie. And if I waste it on Morbius, I'm going to be <laughs> mad. <laughs> so, but maybe someday I will. I, I don't know. But, you know, they're just kind of bleeding them dry and putting their own spin on them, which I don't think is fair. You don't get to bleed him dry and change the character however you feel is best. Mm-hmm. That wh- What are you doing? Because you're screwing up stories for the other characters that are intertwined with him yeah i agree i agree um i feel like what happened with morbius was that morbius kind of was shot alongside of no way home they didn't expect no way home to do as well sony wasn't as willing to play ball at first and now they are kind of morbius was already kind of done and even though they did extensive reshoots they weren't they still weren't able to make that movie work i wish they would have just like started over but um, I guess I didn't want to do that. I, I know, you know, I'm not going to spoil it for Megan, even though I'm sure she already knows. I, and I I'm know. going to make it Megan's assignment. <laughs> I'm going to make it your assignment, Megan, that you are required to watch Morbius now and report back to us on your thoughts. <laughs> That's going to be a segment coming up in our future episode, guys. He called Megan to it because she owes us this now. God. Great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I accepted the assignment. Good. Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm excited. Let us, <laughs> let, us, let us know when you watch it, Megan. No rush. I will. We, we definitely are going to follow up on this. <laughs> yeah, I will. Um, but speaking about Morbius, I know maybe that was before they were willing to wholeheartedly play ball, and that's why the movie kind of had this weird post credit scene at the end that didn't really make sense um, and kind of like threw things off, and they're trying – but it, but the only good thing that I took from that was the fact that it seems like Sony really wants to make an integrated universe with Marvel work with all the characters and i'm so ready for that i think spider-man has so many interesting characters that are held off from marvel right now and like you said that we they're holding them back from having those interactions with other characters like i mean i think blade and morbius would have been an incredible pair to see on screen and i i hope that someday we we might get it i mean but i don't know i wasn't i didn't hate morbius like a lot of people seem to online i didn't particularly love it i do feel that the post credit scene kind of ruined the movie like a lot because it just didn't make any sense it seemed so out of place um so i don't know you know let's let's see how it goes i hope sony really is committing and and willing to work with marvel more so let's let's cross our fingers and toes and sony if you're listening please 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 the fans want it so bad and it, it only works for you like it's no it's, there's no downside here let's just let's make it work let's all be friends sony just give spider-man back <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Another t- quick topic of discussion for Across the Spider Verse, which we mentioned earlier, was the designation between Earth 199999 versus the Earth 616 designation. So, I mean, what does that mean? I mean, is, is, are, is the MCU really Earth 199999 or is it 616? Or are we thinking too much into it? Are we, is there more? We're to thinking, come? I think we're thinking too much into it because it's like, how does 2099 know? Like, how does he know about it? Think about that. That, that. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. 
So I think like everyone's running with it like, oh, well, according to the Marvel Encyclopedia, it means this. Or according <laughs> to this comic book or this, you know, let's just watch a movie and figure it out because I really do think we're overthinking it and we're not looking at the obviously glaring points. Like, why does he not like Tom Holland's Spider-Man? And how would he know any of it at the beginning? Like, how would he know Doctor Strange? Does he have a Doctor Strange in his universe that he knows? Like, there's so yes. many things. We have to wait and see. That Like, it started too many fights. I'm all for a happy debate, debate, but, like, I'm hearing the same things over and over, guys, and I'm not picking a side. I'm not doing it. I'm not telling you what universe we are. I can't do it because I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> I know. That's the worst part, right? Because <laughs> it's like clearly one of them is yeah. wrong and no matter – I mean, but let's talk about it. So, I mean, could they have just changed that for the trailer <laughs> to throw people off? <laughs> could they <laughs> – could it be a Doctor Strange in the same universe? Could it be that maybe when during, you know, Doctor Strange and, and Peter Parker's shenanigans, he somehow was called into the universe of – Earth 616, and, and I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different things. They could easily, you know what I'll say? They can easily make it make sense. So I, I'm just waiting to see what Marvel and Sony do with it, and hopefully they make it make sense in a way that's just chef's kiss as usual. I'm, I'm ready for it. I think that they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll do a good job. I did do a poll in our group, and I did ask, Ooh. is it Earth 616 or is it Earth 199999? <laughs> <laughs> that like super long mouthy word that I really hope it's not because it's annoying. And our members got back to us. They said 13% of them said Earth 616. 76% went with Earth 199999. And 11% said, let's wait and see what it all means. And I happen to agree with the 11%. How do you, different do you think it would have been if they hadn't seen the Spider-Verse trailer? I think it would have been totally different. I think most of them would have said 616. Yeah. Like, I mean, when you think back, like even as far back as Thor Dark World, when we see Dr. Eric Selvig on his whiteboard or with a chalkboard, I think it was a whiteboard, um, writing like Earth 616 circled. It was a little Easter egg back then. And then it kind of developed slowly. Yeah. You got to see it in Doctor Strange. Um, Christine Palmer in the Multiverse of Madness uh, designates, you know, she's from Earth 838. She designates... MCU is Earth 616. We hear, you know, Iman yeah. Vellani fighting with Kevin Feige um, about yeah. the designation, you know, Miss Marvel herself, <laughs> who's the biggest fan of the MCU. Mm-hmm. She she stuck up for it. The biggest And nerd. he shot her down. So, I mean, like, is there something, like, are they waiting to talk about it more? Is it part of the multiverse saga that they're going to be discussing these things? I mean, who knows? Let's see what happens, I guess. That's where I'm coming from. I'm open-minded, Let's... and I just, I don't know, I just want answers. I don't care what it is. Did you see that little uh, Easter egg in Gwen's room, the little banner that <gasps> says, protect trans kids? Yes, I did see that. That's pretty Cause... awesome. Because I didn't see it at first until it was brought to my attention by a trans woman that we know. And I, like, look, if, whether you're with it or not, if you say it's being forced, it's not. If you're just like, it shouldn't be in kids' movies, that's fine. But, you know, the trans people I know that are in the mm-hmm. group, it meant the world to them. And you would not yeah. have noticed it if we didn't post it. That's so amazing. I love that. And something so simple that they don't even have to make a huge deal about, but just have a flag, you know, in the background, support trans yeah. kids or protect trans kids. I mean, what a, what a wonderful message of inclusivity and positivity and tolerance yes. that they're teaching. I think that's wonderful, honestly. And I mean, I'd like to know, like, is Gwen an ally or is she trans? I could see it as both, but I don't think they're ballsy enough to make 
Gwen trans. I, I like, I really don't. I, I would love it. I don't care if she's happy. I'm happy, but I just don't think. I just don't see it happening. I think this was yeah. more of a call out for support. Like it was a tiny, tiny call out for support, but it really did. It, it made me respect them a lot more because, like, they didn't have to. I already respected them because they had a Black Lives Matter badge on mm-hmm. Miles' backpack. I, love I that. really love that too. It's like, and they're not taking a stance. They're not taking a political party's side. It's just support for who needs it, and I love that. That's like that's absolutely. what we should all be doing. Absolutely, I, I absolutely love it. I think it's it's really great, you know, to not divide fans and to you know. <laughs> incorporate those things and make sure everyone feels included and represented. And, and it's, you know, I, I know a lot of people complain about these types of things being put into, you know, movies and TV and saying that they feel forced. These felt very natural, like as part of inclusions. Like I could totally picture Gwen, Spider-Gwen being a trans kid ally. I could totally picture, you know, given his background and his ethnicity, Miles Morales, you know, supporting the BLM movement and, and representing that on his apparel. Like I, it's, it's so natural. And I, it, it, I think it's wonderful. I think it's fantastic. Great job, Sony, on that. And I don't give you guys a lot of compliments, but that exactly. was awesome. <laughs> I know. I'm so against you guys all the time. <laughs> this time I <laughs> like this time I, I, you know, I tip my hat to you. You guys are incredible for that. You like you won a lot of people's hearts like that. It was just, like reading the comments from like wherever you go on the Internet. If you see anything about it, you're going to see about 99 percent of comments like, oh, you know, but then there's the 1% that's like, my daughter's trans and this meant everything. Like those are, those are what's worth it. That's who they were for. Not, not these angry people saying it's woke. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, just get over yourself. It's fine. Our it's, fake word. it's not hurting us. <sighs> I know. I know. It's true. It's not hurting us. I think it's great. And you know, it, it's, it's wonderful. I love seeing it. Sony, you're doing a great job with Miles Morales. Get it together with the live action stuff. That's all we have to say. And, and I, I'm ready for, for the new Spider-Verse film. That's for sure. I can't speak enough about it. Agreed. Me too. So moving on to our next topic, Ike Perlmutter's firing. Ooh, Megan, kick us off. Go ahead. So <laughs> Ike Perlmutter, he, oh my God, he, it's, the story broke about two last week, I think. Yeah, that he was laid off. Mm-hmm. Well, he is firing back and saying he was indeed fired. He had a an entire interview with the Wall Street Journal. <clears throat> it starts. I have long expected my working relationship with Disney it would end. That it should come as a result of my trying to help Disney improve its business should sadden many shareholders as it does me the company's largest individual shareholder. Despite my, my employment termination, I will continue to hold my shares of Disney and continue to seek improvements uh, at the company for the benefit of all stakeholders. Trian CEO Nelson Peltz has a long history of improving shareholder returns at many leading consumer businesses. I believe he could have done the same for Disney as a member of the board. It's a disappointment for me, and I believe many fellow shareholders that he wasn't welcome to the board and that it took the threat of a proxy contest for the board and the management to begin to act. So he's clearly pissed that he got fired. 
yeah um he's definitely giving me like evil businessman vibes like that's yes. kind of the vibe i'm getting from him <laughs> not getting any good vibes that's for sure um i've heard the name but i didn't really understand um and i like upon researching for the topic of this talk show um his past controversies i just i think that disney made the right decision it seems like he does not hold their company values so I totally understand why they laid him off or fired him, as he's claiming, which, I mean, really comes down to just Look, pennies and He should have been fired point. a long time ago. Uh, so what it comes down to is we would, if we wouldn't even let you be in our group, Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be working for Marvel. Toxic as hell. How is he there that long? I, You know what, though? I'm. It speaks volumes that he was finally let go so whatever power he felt that he had clearly didn't amount to much because they tossed his ass out to the curb and to be honest with you (laughs) like i said it doesn't align with disney's values as a family-friendly all-inclusive corporation that you know strives to make everyone feel welcome that's always what disney has been at their heart and I'm, i'm happy to see them making these types of changes to get rid of these people and you know the funniest thing about people like ike perlmutter who then complain about them being fired and this and that. And even though we know what kind of controversies he's been through and we will get into them in just a second. But the funny thing about those people is that they always, always, always act like they're so surprised that they, they're being fired. Given like <laughs> X, Y, Z, like big reason why you were let go in the first place like, or, or why you've been investigated yeah. in the past, not let go. But it's just, it, it makes me like, wonder like what's going through your head are you really that delusional or do you really think that you're that important that they're just never going to lose you because honestly whether he's there or not disney will continue to thrive they're a big company with lots going for them they don't need ike perlmutter clearly so goodbye exactly and it's like i really think it's a they've let me get away with it this long why would they do it now Mm -hmm. but i really do show my appreciation that they're making all these cuts they're just trying to trim where they can I really love that they started at the top, uh, at the top yes. and didn't fire 20 to 30 lower paying jobs. Like yes. that, bravo, that's what you want. Yes, and I have said the exact same thing recently. As soon as they started firing these larger, you know, people with these larger positions and larger salaries, I mean, when a company starts at the top and really cleans house properly or how they should be and not just firing all these low level workers who are just trying to make a living and, you know, live their lives. They fire these people who have caused problems or are not doing their jobs or gotten too comfortable in the position and they're not useful anymore, or they're, they've been warned and they're, they just continue to be like ridiculous. It, it really shows like such integrity for a corporation that, you know, they're, they're, they're looking out for the, the people who really keep their businesses going, which are those lower level employees, the people who, you know, are at their theme parks serving food or at their theme parks cleaning, you know, all those like those lower level people i was i was personally expecting to see a lot of those people getting let go and i was you know ready to to be kind of upset but this really i think was a great idea those big salaries are now freeing up save a lot of those lower you know lower level jobs and i think that's awesome i think it's really great you should always start at the top and see where the problem is they already got victoria alonso Mm -hmm. now they're getting him i mean i think we're gonna see some changes that really do benefit the workers and and us honestly like 
because it, you know, a good work environment's a happy work environment that gives us a better product. Absolutely. I'm, I'm all for it. And I mean, when you think about all the past things that Ike Perlmutter did, like, you know, he's been accused of discrimination against women and sexism. Several reports in 2019 were citing instances where he was accused of making sexist and demeaning comments to female employees at Marvel. Um, you talk about how he was donating to fake veterans charities that were then the money was used for political purposes during, you know, political campaigns <laughs> and dis being discovered that the okay. charity was used for political purposes. And that's like illegal as a like AF. So, I mean, stuff like that. It's <laughs> like, I mean, obviously we want to preface this by saying that, and it's important to note that Perlmutter was never charged with any wrongdoing and certain allegations against him have been disputed, but it just seems really sketchy that your name is constantly being associated with these really bad things, especially for someone who's like supposed to be like in the background as like a, you know, a, a businessman type of person working for this organization that shouldn't be in the spotlight. If your name keeps being brought up and you're constantly being investigated, like you doing something sketchy. Absolutely. Yeah. And even like you're doing all the sketchy businessman stuff, the yeah. amount of reports of just awful things that you've said are just it, it's bewildering Ridiculous. like the amount of reports that have said that he said in regards of the recasting of roadie is that it won't matter because they all look the same anyways whoa no 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 no, no. you cannot you, you no just, just no like you look if it was us, you would have been off the team already, my friend. Like, you'd be gone. Oh, God, yeah. I mean... Like, 100%. What the actual F? I mean, can you imagine? There couldn't be more, two people who look less alike than Terrence Howard and John <laughs> I know. Like, I mean, come on. Like, really? I know. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then, and then the other things, like, he said that there shouldn't be a Miss Marvel movie or a Black Panther movie because they wouldn't be profitable to the audience. And just so happens, it's a female-led movie and a movie with a black cast. A black, yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Clearly, he's he was not wrong. even hiding it. That's that's the scary part. Clearly, yeah. I mean, but like, he's not even hiding it. That's crazy to me that you could just say that. That uh, what happened to you? Yeah, what happened in your past? Who hurt you, Ike? Who hurt you? We want to know, but actually, we don't care. Yeah, just so you know, Ike, you do not have a place at Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. Never. Not with that attitude. Mm -mm. You mm -mm. banned. Banned for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Definitely not. All right, so did you hear about Frank Grillo not returning to Marvel to play Crossbones? Another one that I'm completely over. Like, Frank Grillo has been making these comments for years now, and I'm just over yeah. it. And I, I have, like, my respect for him went from, like, zero to, like, negative five, to be honest with you. Like, what the hell? I've, I've realized a lot of ex-actors of Marvel, they kind of drop name drop Marvel a lot just to, you know, stay relevant, which... I'm not saying he needs to stay relevant. I'm just Which saying, like, it's been years. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's been years. And if you actually have a job over at DC, why are we talking about Yeah, Marvel? like, to be honest with you, the whole situation with him and the quotes I was reading, really, it makes me feel like, one, he's ungrateful. I mean, you get to participate in a, like, a multi-billion dollar franchise. And the movies you've been in have 
gone on to make millions, if not billions of dollars. He was in Captain America, um, the Winter Soldier. He was in uh, Captain America Civil War. I mean, mind you, like, yeah. could they have fleshed out Crossbones better? Yes. Could there have still been potential yeah. for fl- Crossbones to have been fleshed out better? Yes. I mean, he came back for Endgame. He came back for What If. So it's like, why are you complaining? It's not like they haven't been giving you consistent work. It, with the multiverse now, you know, they could have easily brought him back in some capacity. Secret Wars was coming up. He could have been back in Secret Wars. That could have been his character's reintroduction to things. Him shitting on Marvel, I think, is like honestly one of the stupidest <laughs> career decisions you could have made. I mean, it's fine if you want to go to DC. Plenty of DC actors go to Marvel. I mean, I'm sure they probably wouldn't have held it against you, given the fact that they weren't, you know, using you. But it's like your character had a lot of potential that was underutilized, and yet you decided to just be like, oh, well, Marvel cheated me. I mean, let's discuss what he actually said, <laughs> Megan. Why don't you get into it? So the quotes you're referring to, he says, they never told a story about crossbones. The mythology of the MCU, I'm trying so hard to take it seriously, <laughs> just what Marvel has in its pool of characters, it's so deep. Crossbones was there for a minute but he's supposed to be in there longer. Then they went the direction they did. I think Crossbones deserves a purpose, but I think the interesting thing is that you see how many people around the world have responded to Crossbones. And again, he's on the screen for a very effing short amount of time. I think there's more there. I think there was more meat on the bone. I was disappointed, that, which is why I went to DC. Okay, okay, okay. I need to, like, breathe uh-huh. in. Who... who who is uh, who is he talking about uh, when he says that people around the world responded to crossbones? When when you watch those movies, the Captain America movie, the Don't ask Avengers movie, you're ask. <laughs> who do you know says my favorite character was crossbones? <laughs> they don't even say his name in the movie. I never. <laughs> I forgot. I keep forgetting he's in the movies. To be honest, and I mean maybe that's to his I point. Know. I mean, I get what he's saying because, and to be honest, I agree. I, you know, knowing that he has this backstory in the comics and stuff, like, I agree that he was in the movie for a short amount of time. But to be so bitter about it, like, it just makes you look so petty and ridiculous, Frank. Like, seriously, come on. I don't, I don't think they quite understand. If you go out talking negatively about a past job, does that make future jobs look at you better? Because it doesn't. Like, if I'm working for DC and I see this guy trashing Marvel, it's like, okay, how long till he trashes us yeah. if we don't do exactly what he wants? You are a very, very side character. You aren't even the main bad guy. You're like the bad guy's a helper. Yeah, no. No one across the world was saying, we need crossbones. People after the movies were like, yeah, you know, we could have used a little more because of the comics. Mm-hmm, exactly. But that's such a very niche group of people who read the comics and did like him but you could say that about any character crossbones i'm sorry i didn't have a commotional connection to crossbones i'm sorry i thought it was hot though uh, yeah but like i feel like you know i don't know I, i'm so over these actors like him and zachary levi shitting on marvel like you know there there's there was still a chance for you guys to come back there was still a chance for this to be rectified and you just kind of like 
sent it right into the trash. I mean, when you think about characters like I've discussed mm-hmm. before, like Elizabeth Olsen or, you know, other secondary characters like her who are just kind of like side notes in the films, look where she is now. I mean, do do people not understand? I mean, I know technically Crossbones dies, but like I said, with the multiverse, anything is possible. Like, I'm still holding out hope that Quicksilver comes back. And let's be honest, Aaron Taylor Johnson has never shit-talked <laughs> Marvel before. So you know what? He nope. is welcome anytime, and I'm totally for it. And I'm excited. I'm not excited, but I'm 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 interested to see Craven and hoping Sony does a good job. Um, and yeah, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Maybe he'll come back as Craven. But, I mean, you're exactly right, though. Vision was the smallest character, right, in Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and then he's getting his own show now. He already had another show. Be loyal. Be humble. Just sit down. Sit down. Stay in your lane, Frank Grillo. It's not like you're like yeah. I've seen you doing anything super noteworthy lately. So let's just stay in our lane and, and not be disrespectful because it just kind of, it just came off as super ungrateful and whiny to me, and I don't like yeah. that. It just turns me off completely. Because I think it's because we would really like do anything for the smallest part in a Marvel movie. The yeah. smallest part. I, I don't mind. I don't care. And this guy, he's in a few. And he's about to say it wasn't good enough. And it's like, oh, okay. Maybe DC is better for you because they're just so successful yeah. in keeping characters. Crickets, like crickets in the background. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I don't know what to say. I think it's just, he he's just ridiculous. I think the fact that he's recently done like work in, as this character in Marvel, in Endgame, in What If?, you know, it clearly they kept calling him back, and clearly he kept saying yes, so he wasn't that offended when he was accepting those paychecks. So I don't know, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. One thing I want to touch on quickly, though, is something that I've seen resurfacing online a lot is during an interview with Chelsea Handler from 2016 on her Netflix talk show, which has resurfaced and has been making the rounds online after this announcement that he felt the need to make. Grillo was with his Captain America, the Winter Soldier co-stars Chris Evans, Sebastian Stan, and Emily Van Camp doing promotions for the movie, and made a remark a lot of people consider to be racist, talking about the gender pay gap in Hollywood. Grillo goes on to talk about dark-skinned people, which he puts in quotation marks, uh, or in air quotes, excuse me, talking about the discrimination in Hollywood. He jokes about the plight of Italians and gave air quotes when talking about black people. Chris Evans quickly shut it down and changed subjects, but after that he faced so much backlash, he deactivated his Twitter at the time after the incident. People online described it as strange and out of line with the rest of the conversation that was going on. I mean, it is kind of strange, and I would like to just note, as an Italian-American first generation, like, (laughs) what are you talking about, dude? Like, seriously, I'm darker skinned than you. Like, you very clearly pass as a white male, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what is it? Like, like, I totally understand what people are saying. It's strange and out of line. Cause like, where does this even come from? Like, how could you even possibly make that, con- like that connotation or that connection? It seems ridiculous. It's very clear that he has some racist views and he's trying his hardest not to say them out loud, but he's like, I want to test the water, see if anyone else agrees. Ugh. And you know, Chris Evans was like, Oh God, not this again. And he like reeled him back in. But, you know, if you have to deactivate your whole Twitter because of that, you ain't coming back to Marvel. You're not getting your own show. You're not getting your own movie. It's not happening. Exactly. They know more about you than we do. And so. 
maybe that's why he didn't get a bigger role in Civil expected. War. Maybe that's why they killed him off. Who knows? Maybe he, he would have had a bigger role. I mean, I know James Gunn, you know, and, and I, I do agree with James. These comments weren't the worst thing in the world, but they definitely, like, make you think, like, what are your true thoughts about these things? Because like, to come out and say that, especially during an interview where you're talking about your movie, like, what... Where, like, why are you bringing this even up? I mean, Chris, we know, we all know Chris Evans' stance on a lot of different things. He's all about inclusivity and positivity <clears throat> and all that. And, 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 yeah. you know, he don't put up with that. So I'm happy to see that he shut uh-uh. it down. But Frank, we hope you get it together. We wish you the best of luck at DC, but, you know, just like, stop trashing Marvel. It looks petty. <laughs> it looks petty. It's petty. And we're, we're over it. <laughs> So last episode, you guys probably heard that we are having a contest for a giveaway. Well, as I explained that we will have a keyword for you to hear and then message us. Do not comment it because people could cheat. Message us the keyword and your name will go into a raffle for our super secret prize. It's our first raffle of Mediaverse Unwrapped and I am so excited. So your keyword is... Marshmallow. Marshmallow. I will repeat. Marshmallow. That is your keyword. As soon as you hear it, send Mediaverse Plus a direct message. On Facebook. And we will enter your name for the raffle on Facebook. Yes. I'm send so it excited. on Facebook. Mediaverse Plus. I'm so excited. This is like, uh, I've been waiting for so long. I love doing mm. this. Definitely. Me too. It's so much fun. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see who wins. We will be announcing the winner on our next episode. And we mm-hmm. are so ready. Yes, we are. And that's a wrap on Mediaverse yes. Unwrapped. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, join our non-toxic Facebook group, Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. Follow our public Facebook page, Mediaverse Plus. Follow or subscribe to us on Twitter at MediaverseCU. And Instagram and YouTube at Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. Our episodes are available early on Tuesdays exclusively to our Facebook group members and officially drop Wednesdays wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Thanks for tuning in and we